Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right. Good day, good evening, no matter where you are, a good to you. We are here for you, Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, ACT, and Transfer uh, Cultural Transformation, if I can get that out here. And so we are here to assist you, leaders. Leaders, how are you leading? How well are you leading your teams? How well are they in turn developing and growing and becoming their best? So today we're going to be talking about what's your superpower or are you a one-trick pony? What does that mean exactly? I'm here with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. So Rich, what does that mean, superpower versus one-trick pony? Well, you know, it's not to be confused with the dog and pony show where you're trying to show off maybe who you are and, and and kind of buffalo everybody around you. It's it's about having that real ability to transform your management style as needed, depending on the situation. And we see a lot of, of people who simply have one leadership style, one leadership style. So, and there are, let's, let's go with some startling statistics, Michael. We haven't done our startling statistics for a little while. Hey, chill, go for it. So let's, uh, let's talk about this. According to the Millennial Leadership Survey conducted by uh, virtually and workplacetrends.com, nearly 50% of millennials define leadership as empowering others to succeed. And 63% define their own leadership styles as transformational which is defined as wanting to motivate teams to achieve their full potential. Okay, so here's a kicker. Here we go. However, it's likely their perception is aspirational. People want to imagine that they are great diplomatic leaders who aim to serve, said Carolyn uh, Borisenko. I hope I got that right, Carolyn. An organizational psychologist and chief science officer at Rallybright. A performance management software company. Now, so what it what it goes on to say, she says, in reality, this description only represents about 25% of leaders. Now, Michael, we talk about this an awful lot. Yeah. Awful lot. We in other surveys, 75% of global leaders out there really only have one leadership style. And where you get into 20% that in the next 25, but 20% of them maybe only have three leadership styles. Which is pretty other, good, actually. Yeah, really. That's I mean, really genuinely, good. genuinely, they have them. 
yeah. then you get into that 5% who are the, the true rock stars of the world, you know, the people and uh, that really have more than those three leadership styles, four, five, and six leadership styles that they're able to smoothly move through depending on the situation. So what she says is actually accurate. We There's a lot of people out there who want to believe I've got I've got it all. I've got tons of ability. In reality, you're only really that one trick pony. And is that a bad thing? Is it your fault? Uh, I would say not really to your fault, but it can be. I don't know. You tell me, Michael. I don't think it's necessarily necessarily anybody's fault. I think the real question here is, let's start out with, do you know? Do you really actually know, you know what kind of yeah. leadership style is your predominant, your preeminent style? And then do you know your secondary and so on and so forth like that? You know, there's these different levels that we train people in, in terms of understanding how you work naturally. And so you've got to start with your predominant one. And what is it? Many times, I would say at least 50% of the time, maybe more, people think that they're this particular type, but they actually take the MLI and they find out there's something else. And it's kind of an eye-opener for them. And yet when we unpack it, they go, yeah, yeah, that is actually the way that I work. Yep. And so the point that we we do that at that point of unpacking is that we're saying is fundamentally, if you don't know how you work, what you're doing is you're creating a lot of stress and strain and a lot of unnecessary effort for yourself and for your team because you're fighting against who it is you naturally are. You're, you're thinking you should be somebody else or you're trying to be like somebody else or yeah. whatever it is that's going on there, but you're not playing it from the position of your great greatest strength, your greatest talent, your greatest potential. That causes a lot of stress and strain for everybody. And then, then you wonder why at the end of the day, you're worn out. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But that's, but that's a natural result of that because you don't know who you are and you're playing against yourself. Against yourself. But there are those who subscribe to the one leadership type theory, and that is really do what I say. Do yeah, what I, did. I tell you to do. That's right, and and that comes from what you talked about before we started. It's the idea of the auto, the autocrat. Yes, or just do what it is I tell you to do, and, yep. and 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 because you're such a good autocrat follower, they think you know. Well, that's why we'll promote you because you'll just do what it is I tell you to do. Right. That is a sure recipe for a demise of an organization eventually, because there's no creativity, there's no new energy, there's no new passion that's being brought into the organization from these other leader, different leadership styles, these people that can bring. Again, this whole notion is, is an interesting one. It has been around forever, and yet we seem to ignore it. You know, hire people around you that are smarter than you. Doesn't mean yes. their IQ is smarter than you or whatever it is you how you want to look at it. They just have different intelligences, different yeah. styles of thinking, different skill styles sense. of leading. Yes, you need that you need that orchestration of all these different talents to bring to you the yeah. information and their ideas about the best ways to get things done in your organization. Yeah. If you cut them off, being that autocrat that you're the only one that can be right, or your group is the only part of the, the whole organization that's right. You're cutting yourself off of the not at the knees at the ankles. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I was telling you, um, Michael, earlier that I I had a conversation with a gentleman a while ago, and he's a was a COO in an organization, and uh, was was talking to him about executive coaching, 
and his comments to me were were very interesting and and it was basically what he said all this executive coaching all this personal development all these leadership skills development is regurgitated crap and that's exactly the the word that he used regurgitated crap okay and he said the only thing my people need to do is just do what i tell them to that was his actual comment and you know when you talk about that autocratic leader that's that's that perfect example just do what i say you yeah. don't need to go out there and learn anything else well are you afraid that someone's going to learn something that might benefit not only themselves but maybe prove that you're wrong you're you're exactly right those yeah. people are very afraid their fear doesn't come out like I'm scared. There usually comes out in anger. I mean, they're probably yes, raging yes. people. They're angry people. Right. They always appear upset and on and on and on. They're not approachable. Anybody's afraid. Just do what he, the boss says, that kind of stuff. But you know, when you really take a look at it, if you've only got one way to uh, to to do anything, uh, lead in this particular case, what you're really saying is, I'm a weak person. Yeah. I'm weak. I'm ignorant. I'm uninformed. Um, and therefore, I have to terrorize people to keep control. That person is not strong. They may be strong in anger, strong in rage, and their ability to dominate other right. others. But that doesn't mean that they're really a strong leader. It just means they're kind of a a hole. Uh, yeah, uh, and they, they may have got into that position, found out they're in way over their heads. Could be, and don't want to give up the benefits the salary, whatever it may be of being in that position. Yes, we know that, don't we? We do know that. Yes, we do know that. <laughs> they don't want to give those those things up. And so it becomes even more prominent. Yeah. Even more, even more so than just to do what I say. It becomes a very uh, dic uh, dictatorship type organization. <laughs> And they think that one way of doing it, if you happen to be that kind of a person, you're probably not going to be watching this. Or if you are, you're going on, what are these people talking about? It can't be possible yeah. to be me. Well, if, if if they are, they need to come on the podcast and let's let's debate. Now, let's talk. Let's, 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 let's figure this out together here. Yeah. Um, and, and that is that this kind of one way of doing it, eventually what it does is it chokes the company. Yeah. I'm telling you, we know that. We see that. We've seen it in many instances. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's just... It's just scandalous what people do to an organization, just so unnecessarily, just out of their own kind of selfishness. At the time, they just slowly choke and, uh, you know, ex extinguish the organization, all the while thinking that they're doing it right. We had somebody just the other night on training. Remember that one of the, one of the people that was on, uh, you know, on the, the, the train that we were doing was talking about how the organization had gone through a tremendous change because of poor leadership. Or leadership. They're yeah. attempting to rebound. And I remember talking to him and said, how will you know if they're really serious about changing the organization? He said, well, I think they're doing it now because they're doing this and this and this. Well, I said, well, watch them over time to see if yeah. they don't rubber band back into their, their comfort right. zone. Right. And apparently they have because now they're putting all these demands on people, uh, unfair, unreasonable uh, expectations on performance. They're just burning people out. You might as well just put some uh, lighter fluid on them and light them up and just burn oh. them up. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that. That's that autocratic individual that just at some point it's not about you; it's all about me, and you better do what it is. That's the worst kind of way of doing it. 
So what we're suggesting is there's many more options that you have as a leader. You don't have to be that kind of leader, nor do you have to fall behind, lockstep behind these leaders. We've got an article that talks about five different kind of leadership roles that you can be in. We approach it from a much even bigger and more expanded point of view that there's actually nine types of leadership styles. Now, oh, 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 when we take a look at that, Rich, why is it important, number one, to understand that there are these nine different leadership styles and not just get really good at one of them, but learn how to use you know, your own natural inclinations to develop a whole lot more than just that one? Why is that important from, from the way we see it? Well, the, the fact is we, every single one of us, exhibit all nine of these leadership traits. We have them all. But we don't all hit on the same ones at the same time or the same uh, maturity, if you will, or same confidence level or the same um, level of of using that type of uh, leadership skill. So it's important to understand where you enter from, not just who, you know, who these what these skills are, but where you enter from and how you can move through the other other eight. If you will, and most times, most people don't get to that other eight. They they don't. No, they don't. They don't, and it's not necessary to because you all work in a different way. But what is necessary is to find out where your strengths and gaps lie in more than one leadership style. You'll never progress to that twenty five percent if you do not. You'll be stuck in that seventy five percent where we see burnout, where we see. Uh, you know, a lot of problems with emerging leaders. We see a lot of problems with, you know, even even leaders coming up through and saying, well, this guy did it this way, so I've got to do it this way. So you're just going to do what I say and we're going to get it done. Uh, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for your culture of your organization. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for your career. It doesn't work for the people that work for you. Yeah, just because some guy on the team um... – can do like, you know, 350, 375 in terms of their batting, and they happen to be a lefty hitter. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean everybody's got to now become a lefty hitter. You know, there could still be people that bat right and be great at it. Oh, Same absolutely. way. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the thing like, uh, you know, just because the boss wears a three piece suit that's even around anymore, doesn't mean everybody has to start wearing a three piece suit, whatever no. it may be. This mimicking or mimicry in terms of leadership has its place, but it is not the dominant way to teach or the predominant way or the best way to teach leadership. And a lot of people get caught up into that. I just got to do what the other guy does. And what they end up doing is, is, it's terrible. You just can't do that. You just can't do that. So what do we suggest to folks? I mean, again, you're out there watching. We're saying, don't do that over here. Go over here and do this. Find out how you are your, your best that their potential is a lot more amazing. You're not a one trick pony. Yeah. You know, you may have, you may, as, as a, somebody who performs well, you may have that superpower. That superpower does not necessarily translate into leadership power. Yeah. That, that's a whole different door. It's a whole different world to get into. And if you think that just, you're really great at this particular thing and that that will automatically go into that, you're probably setting yourself up for burnout. Right. Absolutely. Ceilings, you know? absolutely. So, we can help you with that. We say it time and time again. It's a transformational thing just to go through yeah. eye opening that is to take this MLEI and have us then unpack it for you. Yeah. It really is. It's it's an amazing thing every time we do this and to see 
One of the things that I notice is this, Rich, that as we go through this, you can see people's eyes light up. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. That is how I work. That is how I do things. That's when I am at my best. Their countenance really changes just in the saying, here's the truth about you as a leader. You know, it's interesting uh, that Steve Jobs took this uh, same assessment and used John Matone as as an executive coach later in his life. One of the comments he made to John is, I wish I'd have known this in my 30s. I wish I'd have known this, what I'm finding out about myself now, 20 years ago. Things could have been different. That's how it is for you. This this assessment we're, we're talking about, it starts at the inner core. Now, we're not saying that other assessments don't, don't take them because do as many as you can. Here's a trick about those other assessments and about any assessment is you need to be able to take those and compare those results to others to see how, you know, because a lot of them look at the, that outer core that we talk about, you know, the things that people see in us, uh, communication skills, uh, strategic thinking, uh, any of those type of All skills. All the kind of things we do. That we do. Simple things. Which is really what the goal is to, is to improve those things. But we start, the MLER starts at the, at the, the inner core. The MLEI, I'm sorry, starts at that inner core. All these other assessments that we talk about and are really outer core assessments and, and use those. Use those, but compare them. Compare the results to find out who you really are. And that's why we do this MLEI because first, because and then there's others that we can we can talk about later on. But we have to have a starting point. Prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. Starting uh, halfway down the path is is failure you don't know if you're on the right path yeah the question here is really this and it's a simple one and yet the answer is profound and here's the question do you really know who you are as a leader do you really know who you are most people want to respond with well this is what i do or this is what i'm good at or this is what i've been trained in none of those are who's those are all what's those are all how's to get to the real truth and the real power of who it is that you are, your real potential, you have to know who you are yeah. and how that opens up and develops in very natural and powerful ways. If you really don't know who you are, it's time to learn who that is. Who that are is. you as a leader? And, you know, that doesn't just impact you personally. It impacts your company, your organization, the people around you, everything that you do in work. And at home, in your personal life, it impacts everything you do. It does. It really does. And so I'll tell you what, if you're going to go on a hike across the country, and you've said this before, Michael, are you going to start without a map? A lot of paths out there to walk down. You don't have a map, you know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult than if you did. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. Would you get into a, a car to travel across the country, Rich? If the person was really good at driving and knew how to use the, you know, how to use their time well to get there, but they were a, a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, it's the point. They've got the skills. Yeah, who they are is oh, not yeah. a good thing. No, no, they're <laughs> they could they could be that uh, that axe murderer. They could be, and they the next, probably yeah. are. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> All right, how'd they get a hold of us, Rich? 
Well, Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. And I'll tell you what, if you go to our website and and right on the front page, you're going to see a link to take this MLEI. It's free. Take that MLEI. It's 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 nobody it's is going to know the results except Michael and myself and you. Completely confidential. Once we have those results, we'll reach out to you. Let's let's set a time to talk and we'll unpack this for you for free. No obligation, no obligation. And I'll tell you what, if it does not change the way you think about leadership development, then, you know. You can have your money back. You can have your we money back, take, absolutely. We take any money from you, but yeah. if we did, you can have it back. You can have it back. <laughs> but that I guarantee we've never done this. And I, I can honestly say this, and 100% truthfulness. We have never done these MLIs with anybody that has not changed their focus on their personal development. Yeah, it's not an eye opener. Yeah, it's an eye opener. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's exciting. Don't yeah. get stuck in your comfort zone, friends. Yeah. Step on out. Find yeah. out who you are. Matter of fact, coming up, we're going to do uh, another show here. We're, we're going to actually, we'll put it out there the, the soundtrack or the audio. I wouldn't say the soundtrack, but I maybe it's a soundtrack because it's going to be epic. I don't know, but about some of the, some folks that we just uh, did this with, yeah, some coaching with, yeah, and we'll leave, have um, some testimonials from them, um, you know, and, and some recent uh, podcasts we've done, we've we've had testimonials from people, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll continue with that, but yeah. uh, you know, it's this when we talk about this MLEI and doing these assessments, it's not just about us blowing our horn, it's not just about us trying to drum up business. That's not what we're doing. We are trying to make great leaders. Yeah. The world needs great leaders. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's you might say that's our passion. It's our passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. All righty. Okay. Any shout outs? You know, we've got some people that I want to give a shout out to um in Singapore. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. You know that sometimes it's not always easy to be a great leader in some countries. And yeah. the fact that you're watching and you're paying attention, we admire you greatly for it. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you very much. I want to I want to throw something out there to some folks in Katy, Texas. Oh, yeah. Katy, Texas, who's who's been listening to us. We appreciate it. Very good. All right. That's it. Okay. See you again. Till then, until next time, take care of each other. And we'll see you soon. All right. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbaronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.